Welcome to Breakfast in the Liminal Zone with host Victoria Hernandez and Diego Herrera, where sometimes we'll also have a special guest come and join us for our discussions. Please join us as we introduce you to the worlds of the supernatural, occult, places, or people in history, or whatever our interest is for that week. Please come and sit back and have breakfast with us in the liminal zone. Hey, Diego. So um, to, to, the, to the audience, to the listeners, to all five of you, um, <laughs> there's more. <laughs> but, to the five who've been keeping up with us this whole time. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, if, you, if you couldn't tell, um, we sound a little different today. Yes, we're trying out some new devices and new tools on how to get this podcast going. So mm-hmm. bear with us, everyone. A, a giant we're sink- doing this online. A giant sinkhole has appeared between where I and Victoria live. And we, we, you know, it was very treacherous. Like I told Victoria, like, maybe you do have to risk your life to cross the sinkhole to, you know, because I mean, what's more important, your life or the podcast? Uh, Honestly, I'm trying to sell my soul onto the podcast. And so I need to make this jump over the sinkhole. <laughs> so I need to show people what I'm worth. Yeah. So, yes, we're getting in with technology. Welcome to the new world, Diego, the metaverse. Oh, where God, no, not Web3. Online. No, no. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So, oh god yeah, yes no. thank you listeners we're queuing in and let's see still listening to us how's everything going on your side diego it's going how's life it's going pretty good i um what's new i went on a i went on a on a date yesterday um cute i i got, i left early so i could go to barnes and noble <laughs> you guys couldn't go to barnes and noble i we, we didn't really have much in common but like Barnes and Noble. I got some great books uh, the other day, and I did go to a, an occult shop. Uh, we were talking about that earlier, and um, there was some cool stuff in there, but some stuff a little, little, little sketchy. But that's uh, um, oh god, we gotta have a, like an occult episode about just I'm like one occult episode, multiple fucking occult episodes. I. <laughs> That's like such a big topic. It's like, where can we narrow it down to? Because I love talking about that area mm-hmm. and like all the different kinds of stories from the past and like just a little like, where can we go with all this? You oh, know, God, like, uh, Victor, oh. you should give me you should give me $200 because I have I found something really cool at the occult shop I wanted to buy. <laughs> it was, what was it like a moonstone on a tiara or it was, something? It was a giant phallus. No, it was. <laughs> oh. No, it was um, it was a very beautiful edition of uh, of the three occult books by Heinrich Cornelius Agrippa and um. Ooh. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a big occult name, and I uh, I mostly also wanted it because it was very pretty, but it was very expensive. Because goddamn, why can't why can't occult text be accessible? Goddamn it! <laughs> and it's probably like super old too. Oh, <laughs> so it's that from like, like adds the, value. It's from, it's from like the 15th century. Oh, the text is, but the the the, the copy looked pretty modern. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's beautiful though. Hell yeah. Um, but uh-huh. today, today I wanted I wanted to talk about um, one fourth of my personality, that being communism. <laughs> you guys should see his Instagram account. <laughs> Please don't. Please, I don't want to get canceled yet. <laughs> he is going to lay it on us today about communism. Or, so, what exactly in communism that you're going to talk about? Oh God, because um, it's not just communism. I um uh uh I just got a 
bunch of stuff I, I wanted to talk about. One being like reasons why I personally am a communist, and um, mm-hmm. I'm sure that won't scare away any of our listeners. I... <laughs> People need to learn how to be diverse, you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's also just going to be me um, hating on Reagan in the United States because that's just me, and um, <laughs> and there are a few things from different from different uh, uh, communists or former communist countries I wanted to talk about. And uh, it's going to be oof, this might be a spicy episode, but I, you know, I'm going to I'm going to come to it with with uh, with respect, uh, you know, for for other people's except for, I don't know, like gusanos. <laughs> this is your platform, Diego. Take it. <laughs> Do okay. what you want with it. I am a great listener and I am here to learn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I feel like um personally just because of the history of, of mexico i'm i'm a communist because like for a lot of our history um like we were we were colonized by the spanish and just how the country set up is set up so like resources can be extracted and sent elsewhere and that never really got addressed um after after the revolution or i mean after after mm. independence and uh it got so bad with porfirio diaz where like um our resources were, were being managed and extracted by not just by the united states but also by the british who are in central america and uh mm. that's why that's why the revolution had to happen but like um fucking Bri killed our revolutionaries <laughs> so um this is ex- for you mexico yeah this one's for you get better babe <laughs> <laughs> i'm still here for you babe <laughs> yeah but i i do have a i do have a document here which is mostly just um uh the the scrawled writings on on the wall of a of a crazed man Ooh, my dogs are here hi babies hi babies usually they're like behind like on the other side of this no, building they're in such when i'm right recording but oh yeah. look how cute they won't be barking but they will be bothering me so uh monka what's your opinion What's your opinion, girl? What's your opinion? Say something. It's pretty controversial, oh, dog. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness, she has a lot to say. I saw that. Yeah, no. I, I'm sad because my dog, my dogs aren't particularly vocal. They like they they won't they won't make weird noises like a husky, but like they bark quite. Often. Oh, they are vocal. Yeah, they bark at me every time I come over to record. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, so one of the first things I, I did want to talk about is just, like, um, I, just going through this episode, I have to talk about a lot of, like, the criticisms or supposed criticisms of, of just, like, you know, your average Joe against uh, against uh, former communist states or communist states. Mm. Um, and a lot of them a lot of them are just kind of brain dead and stupid. Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. My dogs. <laughs> Dingy. Moki. <laughs> no. No puede. Oh, there's two of them. <laughs> Diggy, walkie, it. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> I can't, I can't let them out because if I let them out, they might cause trouble. <laughs> but who are they gonna bark at? I'm not there. No, they might destroy. <laughs> <laughs> they might destroy stuff. Okay. Aww. No, but uh, one thing I did want to talk about was um, like the one thing that people always say about communist countries is like, oh, they're starving or oh, they they go through famines and. Um, I do want to address this because yes, famines have happened in uh in 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 like Russia and the in the in Eastern Europe, um. 
but you know sometimes famines also happen elsewhere <laughs> like in um like that in... is such a weird argument mm-hmm. like, like <laughs> famines happen like almost anywhere <laughs> and everywhere but under the red states or, or the red countries and such like it is communism's fault yeah or famine. but but never but, but never call out um the, you know the 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 famines that happened in in vietnam due to the french or the ones in india due to the british or or like the Irish mm, when they're like <laughs> sucking them dry, yeah. Such like of their resources. It's it sucks because in places like in uh, in Vietnam when it was under French colonialism, they they would force farmers to stop growing uh, foods because it wasn't really profitable, and they'd grow stuff like rope to fund the the, the colonialist uh, regime. And uh, oh that's my God. Ha- that that leads to a lot of people dying. Or um like in Ireland, uh oh we can't make money off these fucking potatoes. Let's get rid of all that. Have um use all the land to to grow grass to feed cows, and we sell the meat. And you know screw screw the the local population of Irish. Not people. the potato, not but the, the potato. Cows and everything. <laughs> oh my god, we're tired of the potato. Oh my no, goodness, we I stand so the potato here. Awful. Yeah, no, because I like I stand with potato too. <laughs> like obviously the. Um, the potato famine did start because of that one parasite. I'm not a scientist. Don't ask me the name of the parasite. But it, it like the fucking British did nothing to to aid uh poor Irish people, and that's why so many left to the United States. Which, which Ireland still has not gotten to to pre pre famine population numbers. Still, hmm. can you believe that? <laughs> Damn. But. Oh, one thing one thing I did want to say is um uh in talking about famines within communist countries is um a lot of socialist countries after famines uh actually had more calories and better nutrition than western nations um hmm. yeah and this is uh this comes from uh not one but two papers uh let me get them out the first one is uh economic development political economic systems and the physical quality of life uh which is who is it by uh, AMJ Public Health. Uh, it's by uh, S. Seresto and H. Watskin. <laughs> Watskin. Watskin. And uh, what it what it does is not only does it look over um, it not only does it look over um um quality of life when it comes to food, but it also looks over uh, quality of life in other uh, other instances, such as uh, PQL variables include indicators of health, health services, and nutrition, uh, brackets being infant mortality rate, child death rate, life expectancy, population per position, and all these other things. And going down, uh, it says, while the socialist countries appeared at a low income, lower middle income, and upper middle income levels, um, uh, what, what would happen is basically in a lot of these different um, uh, variables, the USSR and other socialist countries fared way better uh, than Western nations, even even when it comes to stuff like literacy and, and secondary education, and mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, um, we be standing. And <laughs> you're saying that like um, they're fed better food and then like literature as well. I'm sorry, what was that? Very yeah. Last um. Bit so about... they'd um uh, literacy rates within um uh, mm-hmm. Western nations and communist nations were uh very differently. Where in um in places like in the Soviet Union, uh, education was universal. Anybody could have access to it. Both being, um, oh, you know, oh, I see. Yeah, both being education for like like a general education oh. and a um and a uh a secondary education being college. So uh, <laughs> one mm-hmm. fact, one so people fa- had more access mm-hmm. for like so in the so in these areas is that people had more access to education in general and just knowledge mm-hmm. and such. Unlike okay. here where. <laughs> 
and I can't believe it's true. One out of ten of Americans are functionally illiterate. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> and it's sad to see, like, yeah. Okay, so this is like my little snippet in like into that world because I work with third graders now and like do you? see I do oh, new wow. job hey and so um but the thing is like just working there already this is I am working at a place now that is post COVID okay so mm -hmm. post pandemic and I used to work with a school district um well, like 10 years ago and mm -hmm. stuff and I was there for a while so pre-pandemic versus post-pandemic there's a lot of students now who are not at their academic, they're not reaching their academic level, especially when it comes to reading and when it comes to understanding math, like a lot of students are below their academic level. And mm -hmm. so like, it's really sad to see like how in a way, like it's things are getting so messed up around here and it doesn't help with like the tools that we have now. And like, I agree seeing how like our education system here in like america and stuff is super funky super classist and such you know and mm -hmm. it's like not everybody has equal opportunity to really learn and such as much as you know and it's like it's it's sad to see yeah. how this goes but that plus yeah. the rise of charter schools too like a, a, hmm. a, an actual privileged uh education that that people that mm -hmm. people of a certain income bracket can get i find that really gross <laughs> uh, Ooh, I, yeah no because hot it's not take. i work at a charter school oh now. do you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no i mean like good good for your students for getting a good education but the shame is is that like everybody doesn't have that same access it's like it's i okay this yeah. is, is gonna sound very specific but that, do you know the controversy between the mr beast video that came out recently he like I Mr. Beast. Yeah, um, he's some he's some YouTuber who um he basically not flaunts wealth, but he gives away massive amounts of money and does a lot of charity. And one video, I I think it was great, where um he he cured a hunt a thousand people of their blindness. He you know it's a it's a very short operation because they had a they had a cataracts and it's a very it's a okay. very simple um operation where they just like it's it's essentially like. <laughs> Not egg white, but like looks like egg white in your eye, and they just take it out. It's like funky stuff that they take out. And what the heck? It's a it's a very it's a very quick and uh, an easy surgery, but it's behind a paywall, and um uh, a lot of people were like, oh my god, this is this is great. But a lot of people, um, me included, kind of see it uh, as like, you know, it's great that he did this, but it sucks that we live in conditions where such a simple and 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 great procedure, you know, isn't for everybody like rip the poor fuck the poor essentially <laughs> i see what you mean i see what you mean yeah and it takes like one person who's so privileged to be able to get this access of medical you know stuff mm -hmm. for other people and stuff so why isn't this easily handed out yeah. to, to everyone or i've also yeah. heard uh from uh from uh the back door from some nurses and some medical people in uh in, in the in the local socal area that a lot of rich people have um uh it's it's almost it almost feels like corruption or it might be corruption but they they have okay you know how hospitals aren't supposed to have like like not bias but like they shouldn't choose a rich person over a poor person to save right <laughs> they right yes. but they do quite a lot <laughs> hmm. so i don't know it's uh that's just it's like titanic all over again 
Who gets yeah. inside the boat first? <laughs> all the rich people, <laughs> all the white people first. <laughs> yeah, and uh, ooh, uh, just in case, just in case some people um don't believe. Obviously, there are going to be people who are against communism, no matter what. It's so ingrained. But it, back in 1983, the CIA actually came out of a report saying that the Soviets had uh more food and better calorie intake than <laughs> than most Americans. <laughs> really yeah and uh but we we didn't see this paper until 2017 because of a freedom of information act request so <laughs> well american diet is horrendous in general yeah. and such and, and so like oh, i feel like in these other countries like they probably have a lot more plant-based options in their diet because everything here mm-hmm. is just so processed and such so uh, i believe you on that 100 yeah. percent. yeah and i know there is just like such an industry for meat right here even though it'd be cheaper to you know to, to have other alternatives alternatives like obviously i'm not i'm not against me i'm not an annoying i know the cult of veganism exists but i don't think we should be eating steaks every goddamn day because i did that when i was a child and i got sick of me i'm like i can't i can't do this all the goddamn time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like i choose not to eat me but i'm not against like i'm not against other people eating me i just i'm not a big fan of factory farming on how that's done mm-hmm. how it's unethical out here but i mean like if an animal is raised in a proper atmosphere and such and like it is respected and it's giving food properly like i don't mind people Mm -hmm. benefiting from that and the animal being happy and giving their body to others it just sucks how it is here you know like i will only eat factories awful (laughs) i will Mm -hmm. only eat it if my uncle killed it if i (laughs) If it was raised in your backyard, if I and you knew it lived a happy life, if, and your uncle, if I saw the murder in my it. backyard, my uncle killing a chicken. <laughs> you grew up with that chicken and everything. Yeah. No, how else? How oh else can you God. have respect for it if you if you weren't personally involved? <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's the sympathy that tastes more delicious. <laughs> the tears rolling down your eyes. <laughs> a little salt. Because your family kills the family pet. <laughs> oh no! I'm joking. I don't live like this. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah, but no. Um. Just, just the fact that, um, oh God, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the billboards or the signs on buses, but, um, one out of 10 kids in the United States do starve. Mm. Yeah. Like poor nutritional intake and that, <laughs> and that, that woman, Michelle Obama did nothing about it. <laughs> School lunches. No. Oh my god. It sucks. I hate I hate how school lunches are cuz not only are school lunches terrible, like I've had friends whose school lunches were like um the school reached out to a company that is the same company that provided food for prisoners. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I mean, they're not far off with how the students are treated here. Still I mean, it's a pipeline. Like, like prisoners. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But even, even I, like, I know people who were in prison and they said, um, like, oh, if we only ate what they gave us in, in, the, in the cafeterias, we would starve to death. Like, <laughs> they have I mean, to... the pizzas are like cardboard and stuff. <laughs> and like, it's so sad. I should not be laughing because this is all incredibly terrible. I, but yeah, but no, it's, it's 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 horrific um mm-hmm. yeah i i think <laughs> despite me not have been in the illiteracy um allegations i think i think uh 
I, th- I think I think every person should be able to read. I don't know if that's controversial or not. <laughs> Hot take. Should everyone read? We should have a poll about this. What is what is this like the 1600s with like the church only having possession of like literacy? <laughs> I'm actually personally against the the printing press. I think I think it's kind. Of, I mean, have you not heard of the back 30... in my day? <laughs> Look where reading gets you, Protestants. What do you? <laughs> Oh my goodness, Diego! <laughs> yeah. uh, an- another thing, because uh, again, I'm gonna be wildly going around everywhere and just uh, and just going crazy. But uh, I just wrote down Soviets and space, <laughs> which you did write that on the on the doc. Yeah, I. <laughs> the reason why I have that down is because I I really need to uh, put this into people's brain that um the Soviet Union used before the revolution um back when it was ruled by the Tsars was a shitty agrarian like almost agrarian society of uh, a feudal mm-hmm. a feudal society that still um relied on like <laughs> their their surf equivalent of sharecroppers <laughs> mm. it was it was the it was the least what people used to describe russia as before the revolution was the 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 perfect in between between colonized country and and european country <laughs> and that goes all the way back to peter the great because peter the great his big thing was like he was touring around um europe probably with a twink and he's like whoa europe's so good we gotta get these uh we gotta get these smart europeans and and because of that you only had like like uh like smart germans and french people and all these other europeans inside moscow but like all the poor russians were just kind of like toiling away in the fucking oh, in the no. fields, yeah, Russians and uh, and other ethnic groups too. But I have I have to instill into people knowing that Russia and and the rest of the Soviet Union went from that to sending the first people into space and having the first satellite into space and having all these major compliments. Um, huh. Yeah, the the only reason why the Soviets didn't put a person on the moon is because the Americans took a very very risky move into sending some uh, a few a few people into space, uh, like a monkey. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, Buzz Aldrin, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I can call him that if you want. But like, they took such a risk sending people into the moon, so much so that um, God, I forgot who the president was at the time, but they they had a pre- was it JFK maybe it was jfk yeah but they had a pre-recorded mm-hmm. message saying like today's a sad day we sent three poor bastards to die on the moon <laughs> let's see if they come back or not because like, they, they weren't confident wasn't it, i was gonna say like wasn't it more so like it wasn't they sent people out to the moon more so as an act of like it was a big flex basically yeah like, oh, look what we can do already it was like there was no safety precautions yet i mean like there's very minimal stuff but it was like nothing was really tested perfect like fine it was just more of like let's just send them out there before the fucking um soviets do it and so mm-hmm. like so we can have a name for it rather than like actually taking the time to actually perfect everything and stuff but yikes that is a big <laughs> ass risk oh my god that's so sad yeah no it, oh my god we have a time remaining thing here <laughs> oh no and in, okay. in exactly nine minutes and 50 seconds you will hear a cut audience so <laughs> Uh, but we'll do it then. I'll, I'll 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 cut I'll cut there, and then and then we'll get back to it. Don't worry, Victoria. Um, 
another thing I also want to talk about is just uh just like art and culture within the Soviet Union because uh there were there were there were very stupid restrictions that existed within the Soviet Union um like some of it will would be things like um like choose like there'd be lists of names to choose like only russian names because there's a weird like russification of of other regions within the soviet union and that's that's a major criticism i do have of the soviet union um Mm -hmm. uh but one thing is you they a lot of them got away with a lot of weird films and a lot of really important films um there's even an interview uh, a famous interview with george lucas saying about how he likes filming in the soviet union better than (laughs) better than in america (laughs) <laughs> really for like space like for land and such or no just like... like creative control like um like in the interview he says the, the, you know you can't criticize the soviet union in in your films but you could talk about anything else in your films uh there huh. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why one of my favorite movies of all time is uh the movie stalker by oh fuck tarkotsky i can never pronounce his name right but mm-hmm. it's it's a, it's an amazing beautiful film um if any of you guys know uh the stalker uh video game series they're both based off the same um the same uh, original text which is roadside picnic and um the the movie is just so beautiful and you would never get away with that <laughs> here in the united states <laughs> really or it, it would because uh, the the two major things about like um like restrictions here in the united states when it comes to film is one if it's not profitable then like what's the point yeah what's the point like i mean sure artsy movies do happen here but that's not that's the exception that's not the norm (laughs) it's not the ones that you're gonna see on the big screen like in hollywood or like that's gonna be like funded by these major corporations and arguably to this day like studios like a24 and a lot of these like you know they provide a niche but they're like a lot of these like artists they had to fight in order to have like their weird art exist even to this day cause... exactly <laughs> Cause... totally because <laughs> there's gonna be mm-hmm. a shit ton of funding for stuff like marvel movies and i know i know there's people who are gonna <laughs> be in my ass being like but they're good at movies i'm like yeah but that's you could be watching anything else other than fucking military propaganda like <laughs> neoliberal Word. military yes. propaganda <laughs> mm-hmm mm-hmm there was no, a, I totally see that. There was a Black Panther movie where the writers were like, what if we just started a race war? <laughs> oh my god, let's see what Charles Manson if this was right about this yeah. or not. <laughs> I can't wait for Black Panther 3 Helter Skelter. <laughs> where we're this- he was like, wasn't that like his theory with like the whole like white album thing with the Beatles? Like charles manson i'm talking about is that like there's gonna be a giant race war and stuff and like it's gonna be caused by the black panthers so skelter's a thing and stuff so it's like (laughs) is this what marvel is subtly doing (laughs) no it's just it's just they want to set up this like (laughs) tell me otherwise don't tell me otherwise (laughs) let me live in my own world yeah no but oh my god but i remember the villain from the first black panther movie is it was like oh yeah no i want to use the technology of wakanda to to free and uh free all black people in in the whole black diaspora i'm like what's wrong with that (laughs) what's i don't think i don't think there's anything wrong with that and like oh (laughs) but yeah um like not okay 
uh, other than other than financial restrictions when it comes to film, there is um, obviously here in the United States, there was a big thing with the Hayes Code um, back in the thirties, mm. uh, where uh, you couldn't show a lot of things like uh, interracial um, interracial relations on screen. Um, you can't show gay people on screen, and also a lot of other weird things that you couldn't show. Like on you screen. could even like let you could even let couples lay in the same bed together. Yeah, fucking <laughs> Lucy and Desi beds. <laughs> They look like a divorced couple that <laughs> Exactly, but that is acceptable for our eyes and viewers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um if uh there were artists who did work around the Hayes Code. Um like one of my favorite movies of oh my god, these dogs. Sorry, I had to act like a Mexican parent for a little bit. Um <laughs> Uh, uh, a great movie I, I i recommend everybody to watch um it has marilyn monroe in it it's called some like it hot and i can't believe it got away i love some that like movie. It hot. it's so good yes. okay you know what that's a future episode because there's so much that can be uncovered in right? that movie like talking about like i love where you're going with this because at the time it was actually very controversial there's a mm-hmm. lot of things that like i was really like really reflecting on it they really went they how should I say I'm surprised with how much they're able to pass that they're able to show in the movie considering mm. the times because yeah you're so right oh that was a cute movie though what's the movie about Victoria oh <laughs> so there's like some like it hot wasn't it about like these two men who were trying to uh, they tra- got into like these hijinks and stuff and mm. like they got trapped into something where they got they had to disguise like women Stuff, yeah right they had to run and away so, from the mafia there it is yes. <laughs> and like they had to run away from the mafia and then like what was it they during the like during the whole running away they had to dress up like women they were showing like same-sex coupling like a man like being more like confident in the femininity as like mm-hmm. being a woman and stuff and what is who does Marilyn Monroe play in that? She's like a love interest, right? She's a love Basically. interest. No, but the mm-hmm. for one of the characters. But the biggest the biggest thing about that movie, I'm surprised it ever came about, was the very end where like this old man loves one of the main characters who's in drag, and at the very he like in the end, um, he's like the end. Like, that I very smoke. Last line. I smoke. I do all these terrible things. He's like, I don't mind, and <laughs> and he he says, Well, I'm not a like I'm a man, and he just says, What, what was it? It was um. Well, we all can't be. Not all perfect. <laughs> yes, I need to rewatch that movie. Oh my goodness, such, we such... should we should talk about it in the future. We need Joe <laughs> back on the program to talk uh, talk about that and other movies from the Hayes. Yes. Oh my God, Joe, Joe, please come back. <laughs> that would be a fun one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, no. But also, like throughout like american history there are a lot of movies that like have like been shot down by by hollywood and also uh government censors and there have been a lot of pro-military movies that have been supported by by you know the u.s states so it's it, it's a it's a whole yeah thing. like top gun oh uh, hey i'm never gonna watch <laughs> top gun okay but <laughs> the thing the thing about top gun that's funny it's like it's the military <laughs> What was it? It's like the gay industrial complex. I heard somebody call it. <laughs> the gay industrial complex. 
<laughs> we can't we can't have bad gays anymore, Victoria. We have to have gays who who live in white picket fences and support the, the military. That's regime. the kind of gays that we need here in America. Uh, <laughs> it's not the ones I need, but <laughs> God. Yeah. Um, what else do I have here? I have uh, just in quotes human nature because that's a that's another dumb criticism that uh, people have about um, about communism. It's like how can you have people working without profit profit incentive? It's like oh, what about like most of our two hundred thousand years of existence where we didn't have money or anything for monetary gain and we we're just like living in these little societies, you know? <laughs> Dude, the barter the barter system is like probably one of the best forms of trade honestly like (laughs) tribes knew how to do it where it's like they have a trade a skill for a skill or like Mm. an item for a skill or a skill for another item and stuff you know and it's like you don't need money as a form of like that's what makes money so that's what makes people so corrupt is because they want more money Mm -hmm. but if we were to eliminate money and just cut straight to what is needed and switch for what how we can get that need it'll be so much easier to mm-hmm. do things you know smarter Speak- system <laughs> speaking of cut i i will see you in a little bit audience <laughs> at 40 minutes that we did already well i think that was like 30 ish because we were chit-chatting yeah. for a little bit yeah. we're back ish <laughs> <laughs> oh well yeah yeah we'll vibe it out but uh hello audience for you uh it has been instantaneous but for us it's been it's been a whole hour. I lie. We're uh, still uh, working on things here. <laughs> we <laughs> We're forgot, still adapting. We forgot there's limits to. <laughs> we forgot there's limits to uh, to Zoom. Um, yes. But, yeah. Uh, the, it, before before we left, you were talking about uh, how barter system um, was good. Um, I think barter is great. I I love haggling. Whenever I go to the flea market, I'm like, hey, the guy over there is selling oranges for like way less. Um, But to have that on a national international scale is, is only just a little unrealistic. And, and, um, and money, money can be a very, very corrupting force, but that's more so just like um, the, the state of power and, and, and money within, within these capitalist industries, because there's, there's yeah, nothing. Whoever's influencing it and get. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, uh, per se. Like, um, obviously the goal of communism as lo- as well as the goal for a bunch of all these other leftist ideologies, except for a few is, um, is to, um, live in a basically perfect utopia where where uh, everybody's needs are accounted for and we don't have to rely on stuff like money um but mm-hmm. it's going to be very difficult to get there and obviously money did exist within the soviet union but the major difference is just how like how systems were set up because within within the soviet union there were people who were paid more than uh than their average laborer but on average in the soviet union uh, they were only five times richer than the than the average laborer, where as uh, as opposed to here, which I don't even need to tell you, it's fucking ridiculous because I don't know. Uh, like most people get paid like what what's the minimum average minimum wage now? It's like fifteen dollars an hour. In California, it is. In California, yeah. Um, I with like billionaires and I I don't they're being paid like ridiculous amounts of money on an hourly basis i you don't oh, need yeah. me to this tell you chunk that change to them <laughs> you don't need me to tell you that 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 is silly like yes. it's stupid silly amounts of money that they're making 
<laughs> we need to stop making stupid people famous. <laughs> They're so rich, it's annoying. I hate the hegemony. I hate the hegemony. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. Oh god. Uh but yeah, um but there is it is possible to have uh, a a different system cuz like within within a um uh, at least within like uh, communist and socialist countries, the main thing is that their their industries are nationalized. Like um, in in most nations, there obviously are parts of it that are nationalized. Like in Mexico, oil is nationalized, and the reason why that is is to stop uh, other countries from taking advantage of oil. And uh, because of that, oil prices in Mexico are radically different and much more stable than <laughs> oil prices here, which <laughs> that is a common fucking trope that people talk about here. It's like, oh, have you seen these gas prices? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 I know. And and obviously here in the United States, there are industries uh, um, that are nationalized. Um, but the thing is, is that... <laughs> A lot of Americans are trying to stop that from happening, and they're like, "Schools, uh, get rid of that. Let's just put, let's just make companies for that. Oh, get rid, get rid of the United States Postal Service. Let's just put a company to handle all of that terrible fucking idea." Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But some some people, some people are incredibly uh, dumb because there there is I. I think his name's Michael Wolf. He's a very very intelligent man, and he was quoting something in in like trying to like explain what most americans believe and then people took that clip and started believing it because he said something around the lines of like us um uh, capitalism is when uh companies do things and then socialism is when government does a few things and communism is when the government does a lot of things i'm like that's so stupid that's not how it is he should run the class that's where he's going with no he said it he said it in it, as like an example of what americans believe but then he's been quoted oh. yeah yeah he's he, oh, he's I a see. he's a very smart man he's just people people um tend to not be very smart and and people who who t- take clips out of context are very nefarious <laughs> yeah yeah i hear that yeah but in, in in a communist state, socialist state, um, many, if not all, um, industries are nationalized, and um, I think I think that's a cool thing to do. Uh, but uh, even even stuff like housing is, is uh, nationalized, and I think that's one thing we mm. definitely need, uh, even now in the United States more so than ever, because uh, whenever whenever people bring up like oh we're gonna get rid of uh, private property in the united states like like people when people propose that you know, communists like me people people clutch their pearls they're like you're gonna you're gonna take away my things you're gonna take away my stuff it's like no you were not gonna take away like your grandma's ashes on the fucking counter keep that nobody wants that <laughs> nobody wants that <laughs> <laughs> what we're talking yes. about is is nationalizing the idea of property uh so like obviously you still live in your own home and like mm-hmm. e- even even if a supposed communist revolution happens here in the United States, fucking <laughs> the government's not not gonna kick you out. They're they're gonna because mm-hmm. obvi- because it would be stupid to do so because here in the United States we have more peopleless homes than than there are homeless mm-hmm. people. We, we can we can afford to put all homeless people in a home today and still have houses left over. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. We can give those to the immigrants. Uh, <laughs> Hot take and the refugees. 
And the reason why people, um, uh, a lot of communists say we need to, we need to abolish private property, um, is because uh, the majority of people don't even own property here in the United States, and that has always been true in in many in many places of the world. It's always um, it's always uh, oh god, uh, la- not landowners. We don't have uh, fuck your landlords. Landlords are, mm. are the the ones who own majority of uh, of of properties, and they're really just social parasites because they you know they didn't build a fucking home like people like me built the home actual construction workers Aww, <laughs> yes. Speaking of guys. and it's not even individual right. it's not even individual landlords who who own properties anymore it's companies that own vast swaths of properties within within mm-hmm. every Amer- major american city and the reason why people want to nationalize um uh housing is because too many people have taken advantage of it to make money off of it and then shit like the 2008 financial crisis happens <laughs> Oy, yeah yeah victoria do you think you're ever gonna own a home i don't know i mean like it that's a very well i am very lucky enough that my grandparents have the home that i'm living in right now oh, right yeah. and like me and my me and my family are thinking about like we need to keep this house where like when my grandma passes, cause my grandpa's not here anymore. When mm-hmm. my grandma's not here, it's very important to actually still have this house under a name because it is super important to have at least this property, mm-hmm. you know, just like, like this much land. It's small, it's small, like decent home, but it's something to have. Yeah. So it's like, and I'm at that point now in my age where I have to really start considering about that, you know, mm-hmm. because like, if it's not here, am I really going to own a home anywhere else in the world? And that's a very yeah. hard question because I don't know. This is the closest thing that I have right now to maybe securing that and mm-hmm. such, but it's very hard to own a home at the moment. Yeah. I don't think, <laughs> you know? I don't think if you were to go out there, become a renter, which like <laughs> renting is so expensive already. I don't think yes. anybody, anybody could be able to afford to own a home even in the in the in the in the cheaper states uh, here, like mm-hmm. in, like in Kansas and stuff. Let alone here in California, where homes go up from half a million dollars to a million dollars. Seriously, yeah. when I was younger, I remember telling one of my friends that one of my dreams is to own an RV. I want a home <laughs> where I can mo- live in, where I can move around. And my friends like, what? She's like, that means you're not homeless. I'm like. Oh, homeless my house has wheels and stuff if i'm able to run around the states or travel with my home that seems the best Look, idea for me as as long as your certain tax bracket you're not homeless you're just quirky have have a live in your live in a, in a house on wheels but if you're poor, people have little homes now like yeah. what 15 years later like little homes are a thing now or something oh my goodness yeah but if you're poor and you live in your car well you're homeless obviously (laughs) yeah you're homeless obviously there's a divide (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no um what what's really disgusting about um renting and right now is that uh renters are paying more than they normally would for a mortgage more more wow yeah mortgage yeah that for 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 homes sorry i can't pronounce things right um <laughs> yeah no uh somebody's gonna be listening to this and it's like well obviously they can't pronounce the word right so they're wrong uh, fundamentally <laughs> <laughs> i'm done listening to this yeah podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but renters are paying more than they would for for like monthly payments on a home the, the reason why they can't do that is because oh your credit's bad because you have you have uh you have uh, all these uh 
all these different you couldn't pay for your medical bill from like years ago oh no you can't afford a home now oh it's like you went to college and and you owe how much in in in, you own a hundred thousand dollars oh you have a phd that's amazing for you sweetie but that means you can't own a home it's like I know. Uh, oh my god, that pisses me off so bad. Actually, <laughs> there is there is a picture. It's probably fake, but I don't care. It's true. But it, it's this it's this it's this quirked up shoddy. This this white woman. It's a mugshot, and the headline says, "Um, <laughs> lady lady decapitates landlord of a katana." He's screaming out, "Long live Chairman Mao!" <laughs> and I need I need to find myself somebody Ow. like that. Oh my goodness. I don't think it's true. Uh but but it's I don't know. It's uh stuff's bad. Um for 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 podcast reasons, um violence is bad, but <laughs> Yeah, for podcast for posterity reasons, violence is bad, guys. Don't do it. Violence bad. Only leave that to the police. <laughs> Hot take. No. Don't believe me. Don't believe me. That's all a lie. Don't believe me. <laughs> but yeah. But no, um Yeah, housing housing is sad right here. But talking about degrees and owing debt to that, um, it used to be cheaper back in the day. And you know why it's not cheaper anymore, Victoria? Hmm. Reagan. You were gonna talk about him eventually, <laughs> He's so a why not be now? <laughs> In the words, in the words of 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 Huey from the Boondocks, uh, what's babies? Uh, Huey didn't say that. It what was it? It was um, Jesus Christ was black, Ronald Reagan was the devil, and Bush didn't. love. <laughs> words I repeat to myself every morning. Uh, <laughs> the daily mantra. Yeah, <laughs> but no, Ray, Ray, Reagan Reagan is um is a bastard. And uh, and uh, he said that we, you know, we he was the reason why prices uh for university degrees got so expensive. Um, and before universities uh used to operate fundamentally different because like there you actually get an education, you can learn all different kinds of things. But now people only go to universities because oh we gotta get um we gotta go to universities to make more money and uh and you can't you can't have a have an educated population because oh they might they might criticize and they might rebel against the country but re- because of reagan he started first in california and then in the rest of the united states making it very very difficult for poor people to come in and for him poor people also meant um people of color <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, your race is just poor yeah i <laughs> no because that's I oh god because you know as as a person of color I am also poor but they're not fundamental they're not they're not mutually exclusive or they shouldn't be but because of because of Reagan and, and colonialists that is awful uh, it's terrible I hate it that's evil yeah oh do you want do you want to know more about evil um the Iran Contra affair that's fucking evil that's <laughs> please explain <laughs> what the Iran Contra uh, affair is is that. Um, there's a couple different parts. So there was there was a hostage situation that happened in Iran where uh we had some Americans and then uh Ronald Reagan he had to you know free them so he uh made a deal with them uh gave them the money and with this money he used that money to fund the Contras in in um in in Central America I think in El Salvador 
Am I, if I'm oh. not wrong? One of those. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, the Contras, uh, they were a very right-wing uh, militaristic group that fought against the uh, communist majority uh, in a nation where the local populace voted for communism in. <laughs> but... But we can't have that. And um, another way that Contras were able to make money was they they produced a lot of cocaine. And with the help of the CIA and Ronald Reagan, used used the money and helped them bring crack cocaine into Los Angeles and send it to the rest of the United States. Um, Nancy Reagan was on the fucking news saying, please don't do it. Not even once. But your husband, your hubby was helping spread it around. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, that, no. That plus mineral sentencing uh, laws where it's like, oh, if you have a certain amount of, of, of crack, you will have to spend a, um, a, a specific amount of time in jail. Um, it all of these things were used to hurt the black community here in the United States uh, alongside other like, communities. Yeah, it was systematically placed so that they would be found with mm-hmm. this stuff. Oh my god! It only it only hurted them, uh, but it only hurt them. But it never helped the ma- the. It never hurt the majority of crack users, being two thirds of them being white <laughs> here in the United States. God, that just pisses me off when I just hear about yeah. things like this. Dude, oh my god, and it's it, harsh reality. It, it gets worse when you start talking about like the 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 flaw within the Thirteenth Amendment because you know what the Thirteenth Amendment is, right? It is. Let me look it up. It's been a while for me. That's my friend. okay. Neither slavery or involuntary. Okay, so slavery. Yeah, it bans slavery within the United States. But uh, the main thing and uh, the major flaw of the amendment is that it bans slavery. Unless it's used as a punishment against criminals, and because also oh, it's like corporal punishment, basically. Yeah. Oh and, my god! And that's why the majority of people within our nation are, uh, you know, within within our uh, with our within our prison system, are black. That that is why us as a nation, despite being five percent of the total human population, have thirty percent of the incarcerated population of the whole planet. <laughs> Fucking wow. insanity. Wow! Wow! America again—that's evil. Yeah, America now has more slaves than it did back then, back during like the Confederacy and before the Confederacy. Do you know how insane that is? They're just now called prisons, and they're (laughs) stashed away in this like big old place that's full of cement and stuff, and so no one can see it or say anything about it. Mm -hmm. But that's where modern slavery slavery takes place. Oh my god! And it varies so much because a lot of people don't understand how much of their lives are connected to slavery if i i actually don't know anybody who buys from victoria's secret anymore but if you buy from victoria's secret um your lingerie was probably made using slave labor yeah definitely yes <laughs> oh call, my god most of the time you call call centers not so much nowadays because you know robot call centers but back in the day when you used to call call centers and talk to somebody um they say hi this is for i can't I can't say a company's name right now for for because we're a podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. You were talking to an incarcerated man um, most of the time, mm. yeah. Or now, mm. or like here in California, we would get prisoners and send them out to fight against forest fires for less than a dollar's pay for risking their life. But when they come out, they wouldn't be able to use the skills that they learned to fight against fires to join the actual firefighters. <laughs> no. No, that, oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. 
terrible. I am learning so much. That's crazy. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we only went through a small fucking part of this PDF. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a very dense topic, though. It's oh, my so goodness. much. It, oh, my God. I'm just, I'm just going off the top of my head with a lot of this stuff. I just, because obviously I talk about this stuff all the time, but it is, I, ah, uh, I hate, I hate this it. This is your rant. <laughs> I'm gonna be like Angela Let Davis. I'm gonna out. I'm gonna flee to Cuba before the United States does anything to me. <laughs> then what am I gonna do with this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> that's how we that's how we get fame and recognition. If Joe Rogan if Joe Rogan on the same platform can talk about like you know all the bullshit that he does, I think we could get away with saying yeah, some, like some crazy like CIA stuff. shit and stuff. You know, like all these leaks. Though yeah. I think we're fine. <laughs> Hopefully, um, there was there was a journalist back in the two thousands. Uh, his name was Gary Weber. I want to say, Gary. Oh. Yeah, Gar- no, Gary Weber. Or Gary Long. God, I forget his name. It's uh, Gary. Gary Weber was like an author for like Zen meditation. Gary, I think you're talking about Gary somebody Webb. else. Gary Webb. Okay. Um, Gary Webb was uh, the journalist who exposed the United States on on the the Reagan plan of funneling drugs from from Latin America into the United States, and um, he 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 died under very mysterious circumstances. Um, the the feds put one in him. The feds the the federal government killed my guy Gary Weber, and he is the inspiration for the memes of of i don't know if you've ever seen the memes where it's like the highest award a journalist can get is not the pulitzer prize it's being assassinated by the cia i've seen that before <laughs> oh my god okay whenever yes. you see that yeah. meme think gary webb um mm. he died under very mysterious circumstances and my guy was killed by the federal government for exposing secrets <laughs> It's so sad to see, like, the term whistleblower be seen as, like, a negative connotation. But, like, Mm. it's people who are really exposing, like, the horrendous acts that are going behind closed doors. But Mm. yet, like, we have to put this title, like, whistleblower to kind of, like, sanitize it in a weird way so that we can have this other way of looking at it. You know what I mean? So it's, Mm. like, it's not so much, like, saying, like, oh, this person is really exposing dark secrets of this company or this corporation or whatever have you. It's more so, oh, they're tattletaling. Mm-hmm. Get them type of thing, you know? It's so freaking crazy. We should we should but change yeah. we should change the name of whistleblower from whistleblower to people who've exposed uh, the US government for very, very sketchy shit. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like mm. just like how i've been advocating for changing the name of brushing your teeth to uh getting the rotten food out of your head <laughs> getting the rotten food out of your skull <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, god but yeah no there's that uh what else do i have right here um i just have oh god the michelle obama quote oh god the michelle obama what is the michelle obama quote okay there is this quote that michelle obama said it's stuck it's been stuck in my mind for for god knows how long it's where she's within the united nations and she says oh um paraphrasing a lot of a lot of the people in here don't actually know what they're doing they're just as confused as i am and for a lot of people 
And if you're a deal liberal, you look at that and you're like, oh, wow, you know, I even I could become president of the United States. I don't know why people don't look at that quote with fucking fear in their hearts being like, oh, my God, we have who running everything. <laughs> oh, my God. Because if you look if you look at not only just like people running running the show, uh, if you look at like major CEOs and the richest people in this country, they're not particularly smart. They're, they just they just come from from uh from wealthy privilege and they they help each other because they're goddamn cronies in into in into to sustaining their wealth and to uh propagating the wealth like the br- best example the best example the most recent example is elon musk where he had he had daddy's money from apartheid south africa from the emerald emerald mines and failed his way upwards making money off of the uh, off of the work of of people who worked at paypal the people who worked at tesla and all these people taking the credit and then using his vast wealth of uh, uh vast wealth of riches to to fund his stupid projects like digging a hole within los angeles yeah oh my god the what was it the boring system yeah. or something oh my god when i heard that like he was taking the ideas of the students uh, that he hired in like you know SpaceX and things like that mm-hmm. like they're the ones like fishing up these wonderful ideas and stuff and they're all talking about it and then he's like oh that's actually a great idea you know what I'm gonna put my name on it and put my money on it I'll give you some money so that you can stay quiet about it <laughs> but this is mine thank you but yeah, yeah okay the whole like boring system or whatever that is like i forgot about that i remember when that was like getting released like he was gonna make this like futurama thing where Mm -hmm. it's like this big old tube from like la to what vegas so that someone can like go inside and go really (laughs) fast to vegas in like 40 minutes or something it's ridiculous yeah because it is the hole still there (laughs) it's still there it's supposed to be there is a traffic jam in the hole a while (laughs) in a one lane line where nobody's driving there was a traffic jam there's already traffic oh my god that's like the most californian thing i've ever heard traffic (laughs) traffic will always be a thing here in not not just the united states but just here specifically in california obviously in california of, yeah that's what i'm saying i oh god this uh, this is gonna lead me into a whole different conversation uh because again i'm freehanding this episode guys but <laughs> but okay it's incredibly difficult to get anywhere here in los angeles or just all of socal it is if you don't have a car yeah <laughs> Even if you have a car, it's really difficult. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes no, it's just long. <laughs> yeah, that sinkhole is gonna be in, be in between in between people, and it's gonna be hard. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it already separated me and Diego. <laughs> it's just getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, oh god, that's a, that's another thing. Just like there is this there is this uh, tweet from Elon Musk saying that like, oh, traffic is one of the most undefeatable things. Uh, whatever i'm paraphrasing but like oh it's so hard to defeat traffic it's like we can very easily defeat traffic it's just that we live in a in a car centric city that does not fund proper transportation (laughs) we have one of the worst public transportation systems here actually it's pretty bad (laughs) yeah the sub not even a subway because we have kind of a subway here but like here in here in my city which i don't know if i should tell people what city i am but I am in a city here in SoCal. Take your pick, and there is 
there is one there's one line here and it, it it only takes you from downtown city that i live in to la and it doesn't go anywhere else here in city that i live in <laughs> in parentheses city that diego lives in i need to talk to people to see if i can or cannot mention that <laughs> that's why that's why i tell people i live in la <laughs> but but it 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 doesn't get you anywhere else but when you look at at transportations and uh, transportation systems in other countries godly godly even in places in like new york where like it it, it sucks it's way better than here <laughs> Yeah, the East Coast is undeniably a lot better than it is out here in the West. Mm-hmm. But then, like, there's countries like Sweden and, like, parts of Europe where, oh, my God, the public transportation system is the most reliable source of transportation ever, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my goodness. We do everything so wrong here. That's why we have so much <laughs> smog in the air. And, like, oh, geez, everyone is just so car-centric out here. Mm-hmm. It was made for that. It was made. California was made for that. Oh my god! I know what I'm gonna do for an episode now. My I I took I took this one professor in my university. Uh, he he he's like the the OG professor when it comes to Russian and Soviet studies. Uh, um, and he wrote a whole paper, essentially praising the the Moscow Metro. And I can I I this is basically I'm not even doing any research. I'm basically just telling you my studies. But um uh. Yeah, the Soviet Union did suck when it when it comes to some some major uh, projects. But one of the best ones is the goddamn Moscow Metro because not only is it good metro, not the fastest, but very efficient. It it is like um, Russia's equivalent of a church. <laughs> and they, interesting. And it, literally everything was going against them, but they they got it to work. And I I oh, I'm saving this for a whole episode. I'm saving this for hmm. episode. Um, plus, did you bring him on the show? <laughs> I I don't know if I can or not, <laughs> but I can find his paper. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, traffic here, goddamn, it's terrible. That's why, um, in in the mornings or or in the afternoon, like the rule is at least have an hour like uh safety to get anywhere here in Los Angeles. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. all this, all this is 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 in design. Um, there are a bunch of YouTube channels and a lot, of, like a whole community of people online who dedicate themselves to hating hating what they call strodes and hating the suburbs because the suburbs hmm. are fit fit for cars. <laughs> and, and and the reason why we only have like a, such a car centric cities over here is because a goddamn auto auto industries. You have their goddamn grip here on the United States. Mm-hmm. Cars in car- the in the early developments of California. Yeah. yeah, cars should not be so expensive. They should not be like fifty thousand dollars to get you to get you from point A to point B. Ridiculous. They- no, no, that's another <laughs> thing that I like to shit on Musk for because like he was trying to have this plan when like the Teslas first started coming out. It was like he wants it where everybody he wants the teslas to be really expensive when they first come out so that they can have that money to make more teslas so that in the future it'll be so affordable almost everybody can have teslas because he's gonna make so much money he's gonna put that in cars so everyone can afford it but no we know that is not Mm -hmm. the deal that is not his plan (laughs) and such but yeah it's 
so expensive to own a car and such and like all the smog that's another thing here i wonder if it's just a california thing but getting your car smogged yeah. all the time and stuff because <laughs> it is so bad with our air out here it is horrible to breathe in can because you... so much driving pollutes the air it's so bad can you believe that it used to be worse in the, in the 70s because i had i i i know people older people who used to say you couldn't even go outside because it was it was thick mm. layered on thick oh god <laughs> it is that's disgusting yeah. that is so bad oh speaking speaking of terrible terrible pollution where i live in the city that i live in uh, this might help you narrow it at town where i live in <laughs> but we have the worst air in the whole united states that's why whenever i go to the mountains that fresh mountain air whenever i, mm. I smell it i'm like whoo it's spicy i can't Oh, it's spicy. Get a little lightheaded because it's like a little too much fresh air. It feels. It feels like. It feels like I, I ate a mint and drank water. That's how it feels to breathe out there in the mountains for me. <laughs> yeah, that's such a visceral like example. I I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> but no, that's because I'm so like. All this terrible air, like, means that I am predetermined to to die at a certain age because I am breathing in fucking shit air. That is why my dad. That's why I have asthma. I'm saying you have asthma? everybody else. Very little. I did it much more as a kid, oh but it's a God. lot more controlled now. But like, it's bad because like, it's a whole other thing. But go on. Yeah. No, that's why <laughs> yeah. my dad has to breathe with a with a breathing mask at night. He has to put on oh. a whole thing. We used to think like, oh yeah, it's just because of uh, you know the the, the work we do because we do hardwood floors and there's sawdust. But like, it's not just that. It's just the air quality. <laughs> it's so bad because when everybody else in my neighborhood starts using those, I'm like, maybe it's not just us. Shaw, <laughs> <laughs> sure. maybe it's literally something in the air. Yeah, um, oil. Yeah, oil industries are bad, and uh, that could lead us to a whole whole fucking episode dedicated to fucking global warming and how oh god oh god it's so oh god remember audience for 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 legal reasons and for you to listen to me violence is bad wink wink violence (laughs) 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 only 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 leave it to the pigs Uh (laughs) (laughs) oh god but yeah, no, there's there's so many things that we could talk about when it comes to when it comes to the United States. Like another thing where um people like one one major thing that people always say it's like, Oh yeah, Soviet countries always fail and they're you know, they're always poor and it's like yeah, they only really fail when all Western countries work together to to fight against them and fight against their existence, you know? Yeah, That's because the tough. world's bullies are able to take them down. That's why they can fail yeah. so easily, no, right? <laughs> it must be so easy to live in a place like America where, you know, the first couple hundred years of its existence, it profited so much off of slavery. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And as obviously, as everybody knows, um, economic disasters never happen in the United States. Right, Victoria? Not at all, no. Yeah. 2008 financial crisis, that never happened. Oh my god, yeah. Incredible, like, terrible inflation in, like, places like Zimbabwe or the Weimar Republic or here in the United States or, you know, uh, uh, stuff like the Great Depression happening. Uh, That that never Mm -hmm. happens. Yeah, no, that never happens. That's not our fault. (laughs) Anyways, so I mean... (laughs) 
I don't know why you're even bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. we're actually pro capitalist. Because that does not just snap. Because that just never happens anywhere else. <laughs> despite despite us not having any capital, we're totally capitalist. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh god! Oh god! Another thing I have to... Oh, I should have talked about this in the beginning because people, I hate every time I tell Republicans or conservatives they're they they always call me a liberal. I'm like I am not a liberal. I am not. I will. <laughs> I hate you. Are a proud red communist. <laughs> <laughs> you said red, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. No, because the thing is, the thing is with like liberals and neoliberalism, it's like Reagan founded neoliberalism and a lot of liberals nowadays, like the only difference is that they don't hate people because of their ethnicity. They hate people because of how poor they are. And they would still, they still advocate neocolonialism. Like if we look at uh, stuff like (laughs) the failing New York Times, I would say. The failing New York Times? Yeah, it's the thing Trump says. I, I will say that's funny, but, um, um. The the New York Times, despite framing itself as a as a liberal institution, has has never gone against the United States for every single major war. They have been in support for every single major uh, U.S. war um, that's ever happened. It's been in support of Vietnam. It's been in support of Afghanistan. It's been in support of Iraq. Uh, it's been in support of so many different wars. A lot of a lot of ones that are unpopular with the major of the american public being both liberal and conservative so (laughs) Mm. Mm. diego's going somewhere with this guys (laughs) yeah no i do not do not trust okay oh god liberals oh god no because there's some of them there's some of them who call themselves leftists i'm like honey baby you are not liberals (laughs) call themselves leftists (laughs) oh honey it's all (laughs) No. <laughs> this is why we need better education for everybody. Legit. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, bring back, please bring back the USSR. I mean, I will have I do no, I do want to have an episode talking about the criticisms of the USSR. And one thing I do I do wanna uh mention, especially too, because I have friends who are uh are part of groups that have been in um persecuted in within the USSR. And I, I will say, um, uh, for like a lot of those experiences, I will not, I will never doubt a lot of those experiences. Um, like, hmm. uh, especially for like, uh, like, uh, Jews and Romani and a lot of all these different other people who, who existed within the Soviet Union, um, their experiences are real. Um, it, Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. what do you mean like what do you uh, like, like one you're not like one major thing is um like the ussr um um not taking religion seriously and um in certain parts of of the country there were like atheist gangs who would go after religion despite religion being very compatible with with uh the soviet union and with uh, soviet values like a lot of the first supporters of of the ussr were actually muslims <laughs> right huh yeah interesting and it's it's obviously different because um yeah bad things can happen in other countries that is not to excuse how even worse the united states is and how worse the west is mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. get that yeah uh <laughs> but obviously bad things did happen in the soviet union um there is there is a really good quote 
um it's it's a sermon from uh this preacher from uh, a church from chicago um people slandered actually slandered obama saying that oh this is his church and obama he was like i don't i don't support this radical preacher <laughs> uh, I... for the record i don't like any american president but this preacher i love him to death because he says um i will i will get the name and i'll put it i'll put it online but he said that um governments fail uh the japanese government failed uh the german government has failed uh, uh, uh you know has failed like in a, in a thing uh, the uk has failed uh so uh soviet union has failed america has failed uh uh that's why we shouldn't put our faiths in governments uh governments but and then afterwards he starts saying god damn america and starts saying god damn america in all these different senses and i i want to end the episode on that because yeah goddamn america and <laughs> <laughs> that was a mouthful thank you diego oh uh, <laughs> that I... was a very long one <laughs> this is probably sure like there's so much more that you can share too part one of 50 yeah but uh right i'm glad you liked my rambling <laughs> <laughs> welcome to diego's ted talk thank you everybody thank you for listening to breakfast in the liminal zone bye Thank you for having breakfast with us in the Liminal Zone. Please review us and follow us on your favorite podcatcher and tell a friend about us. Follow us on Instagram at Breakfast in the Liminal Zone and Breakfast Zone One on Twitter. Be sure to shoot us a message on both of these platforms. And let's have breakfast next time in the Liminal Zone.